Welcome to the Fat Talks podcast. Here we will share lessons to help you on your business and fitness journey. I'll be sharing practical solutions from building my business and having mind-opening conversations with amazing personalities too. My name is Tommy Rotimi. I'm the founder and creative director of Exclamations by Tommy Rotimi, a proudly Nigerian premium ready-to-wear brand I founded almost two decades ago. I'm also the author of the best-selling book, Fat Transfer from Waistline to Bottom Line, a book on life lessons for fitness and business. Welcome to Fat Talks. Hello and welcome to my podcast. Welcome to another episode of Fat Talks by Tommy. Thank you for tuning in and thank you for always tuning in. Today's podcast is one that I think is super important and I really do want to address a particular set of people who at the moment I consider superstars, superheroes and that is the entrepreneur right now, particularly the entrepreneur in Nigeria. As um, many of you may know, and for those who don't, because of the Naira devaluation, we are currently experiencing an inflation like no other in Nigeria right now. Cost of living is high and cost of doing business may even be higher. Being an export-dependent country, we have seen a a downward slide of the Naira and the, 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 the conversion rate. The conversion rate for Naira to dollar is sliding at a rate that we can't catch up with. In the last six month, months, I think it's actually tripled. So um, it's been tough. It's been tough. And if you are a business owner in Nigeria, oh, I just want to say well done. <laughs> well done for hanging on as long as you have. Well done. One of the things that I have noticed, particularly in, um, in the last three months, for my business is that um, we have experienced high demand um, of our pieces of my designs um, informations from expatriates and for Niger- from Nigerians and diaspora in particular. It's been super high. Now we can't increase our prices at the rate at which the devaluation is going. Um, we have increased prices at least twice in the last two, three months. But no matter how high we increase it, we can catch up. And um, there is a ceiling for how high we can go with our with the kind of products that we do. There really is a ceiling that we're at, at a point which it becomes unreasonable to pass all that cost to the customer. So we, we are um, we're in a tight spot, to be honest. And I know this goes for everybody. 
you know, while um, we have the devaluation going on, we we haven't seen our earnings increase at the same rate. You know, so our minds are still kind of playing catch up to the new rates, right? So um, yeah, that's the that's the challenge we're facing right now, and it is tough. However, I I feel like this is a time when we need to be streamlining more than ever before. And when I talk about streamlining now, I'm talking about your product offerings. This is not a time for us to invest our hard-earned dollars on products that are just doing marginally well or on products that are not sure bets, okay? This is not a time to experiment too much. Um, but it's time to invest a lot more on templates and solutions that are high demand and that work. And that is what this episode is about. I want to kind of give you a checklist of um, a checklist that you should check your offerings against. This is a time when we are going to streamline our offerings. So how do you know the products to keep on and the products to let go? That is what this this episode is about. For some of us, this is a pretty easy decision. You know, you kind of know what it is that you you are ready to invest in. And those, those you are ready to let go are also pretty obvious. But for many of us, this is not easy, especially for creative entrepreneurs. Because if you are creating solutions that didn't exist before, you may feel like you don't even know which ones will possibly be your sure winners, your your next big thing. And the way we've run our businesses in the past is we create the solutions, we offer it to the market, we sample it and we wait for feedback. Um, we spent a bit of time on this trial and errors, waiting for feedback. And um, based on the feedback we get from our customers, then we decide which one to go ahead and roll out. Now, for many of us right now, we may not even be able to afford the testing period. Um, and for others, we may not even be able to afford the trial and errors. So we need to we need to focus on those things that we know work so that when you're investing this um, dollars, you kind of already know that you're invested in a winner. So here's my list. Number one, you need to invest in products that the perception of value is high. That is number one. If you hear nothing else, hear that one. There are some pieces that you make that even though it takes time and energy to put it together, and it costs a lot more than the average person would, would see to put it together. The perception of value is not high because to the average eye, it's too simplistic, right? To the average eye, it doesn't look special. Now, to an expert eye, they would be able to tell how much effort and expertise has gone into this thing. But to the layman, 
that value is not perceived. You need to put that one on hold for now, right? Because right now, you don't have the time to convince people too much to spend their money. People are paying money for things that they perceive to be useful and valuable right now. Nobody wants to be cajoled or convinced. At least I'm finding that out in my business. That we are selling a lot of the same things over and over again. And these are bestsellers. So people are coming more and more for the bestsellers that have already proven themselves. The new designs I'm bringing out are designs that I am very sure that have a high perceived value. That their apparent value is clear. I'm not trying to do anything where I need to educate the customer too much, where I need to try try to see how high I can go in my prices because people don't get it. There is no time for that. If you have the benefit of having different markets, um, and maybe you have a more sophisticated market that gets this value add, please go ahead and offer um, this to that market. But if you are dealing with a market that is not as sophisticated, right? And by sophistication, I mean um, doesn't have the education to give them that level of understanding of the skills and um, technical skills that have gone into making this what it is or the quality of the fabric and um, how difficult sourcing is, all these things that make um, a piece a bit more expensive than usual. If you don't have that, then you want to stick to things that people get right away. Okay? So that's number one. Number two, if you are in the business of fashion, you also may want to invest a little bit more on pieces that are one size fits all. The reason why this is important is because it allows you to make the most of your inventory. Now, if I'm going to have 20 pieces in stock, I want a situation where any 20 people can pick this up. If I have pieces where I have that are so precise in their fit and in their sizing, it means I'm still going to play the guesswork with stocking. Now, as much as we have experience, we can fine tune and almost predict what um, sizes we should stock but the truth of the matter is would always be kind of like a guessing game so you you don't have the resources to tie that money for too long so you invest in pieces that are one size fits all or at least easy to fit okay this is super important again um if you don't have a choice and you have to go this route go ahead but if you do have a choice if you have to choose between two or three designs and one of them is a piece that's one size fits all or one size fits many or an easier fit please go with that one because you want to be able to convert to sales as quickly as possible so that you can take advantage of whatever um rates are prevalent in the market in the moment because we know that with this slippery slope things change by the minute okay all right so those are two very important things number three the for for those of us who are in business altogether, this is the time to also invest in some 
marketing. So I need to talk about marketing. One of the things that I've realized with my business is as much as I would like to sell more to my existing customers and that part of my strategy still will always be there and I am doing that, you know, we also now need to court new customers more than ever before. And let me explain why. If you double your price within three months, the customers who have always bought from you are going to resist you a little bit. Even though they are privy to everything that is going on in the economy, psychologically, it is difficult from them for them to move you from a certain price point box to another. This is because this whole dollar rate thing and the inflation has done a number on them as well. So, we haven't yet caught up to valuing things different. And this goes for everybody. This is not even slighting your customers in any way. When I go into the supermarket and I pick up a brand that I don't consider to be high-end, but suddenly their price point seems to be high-end, right? And I know that the reason why the price point is high-end is not because of any increase in the value or increase in the quality. It's strictly because the dollar exposure this customer is exposed to or the the cost of producing this item has increased so they have passed on that increment to the customer after getting it yet right it's going to take me a while for me to to appreciate this new price point and it's the same for your customers so you might find that it's a bit harder for your existing customers to buy from you at a higher price than for a new customer who has no reference point, right, to buy from you. Now, the new customer met you at this point, and so if she can afford it, and if she sees value in what you're doing, she's going to buy it, and that's what it is. But for old customers who already are used to you in a particular price at a particular price point, they resist you a bit. So. In your marketing, I need you to court new customers, okay? I also hear people say that um, Facebook ads and Instagram ads are getting a little bit more expensive and even more competitive now. It takes so much more to convert using ads, and I agree. What I want you to do now is to become more of a content creator. I'm running through this very quickly because... um, you know, I just want you to get the meat of it very quickly, right? You need to now become a content creator, be a bit more creative in the kind of content you put out there. This is the reason why you need to, to do that. There are two reasons for this. Number one, Instagram and Facebook algorithms actually favor unique content, right? They favor unique content. And they will, even without ads, Throw out your unique content to more people than content that seems a bit generic. Now, many of us do generic content and we want those to go viral. No, you have to be very creative. That's something that I am doing right now. I have built a new team specifically for this, you know, so and I welcome you to do the same as far as, as you can afford. And no one should come here saying they can't afford it. There is always a level you can afford. There is always a level. I want you to say this to yourself. 
there is always a level you can afford as long as you're willing so that's one thing instagram algorithms support um creative content and this would attract new customers to your business the second reason why it's important for you to do this is because you want a situation where your business is endearing right you don't only want people to come to you because they see an ad or because you are running a promo what i find is that when the ad is over your sales will dip your followership will dip your engagement will dip so how sustainable is is that but when you do creative content what you are doing is building a community these are people who find you organically and will stay with you for the same reason. These are people who have connected with you on an emotional level because of your creative content. And because they've connected at an emotional level, they will definitely purchase. Okay? So this is super, super important that you do this. So I'm not saying you should stop the ads. Pour some gasoline on those content using your ads that have spirals that have um, done really well that, that are going viral or that super creative pour gasoline on that but don't just pour gasoline on anything for the sake of doing ads i know that you will get some um, sales from this for sure but you will find after a while that sales will dip and you can only sustain this with um content or, or with ads and nobody wants to be in that position i have a friend who shared this with me recently and that's why i thought to share this with you invest that same money you're spending on ad ads invest it in creating creative content and let's see what will happen okay let's see what will happen um this is it my final point would be on your team okay they are also going through the ringer right they are also going to the ringer so they are looking at you not only for sustenance but also for stability and for inspiration so this is not the time to hire anybody that is not a performer okay this is not the time to do that you need to look at your team members anybody who is not pulling their weight gotta go you know um i say this without sentiment because the survival of your business may depend on it it is important at this season that we cut costs now we may not be able to increase our earnings at the same rate and even if we do increase our earnings because of the devaluation because a lot of us are still changing money to dollar to stock up on our um or supply you find that you're not making that much right and i'm not just coming here with doom and gloom my next episode will be about how this is working for some of us okay and how you can tap into it but for today i want you to look at this business look at all those points i have mentioned and do some of these things so back to your team you know your team they are looking for you for inspiration for sustenance for direction and for help so um make sure that you have the team that you can support and anybody who's not pulling their weight you have to let them go so that's it that's it for me for today ah thank you so very much for listening to this please listen to it over and over again and share with your network 
Thank you so much for listening. Speak to you soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to my podcast. This was an amazing episode. Please subscribe to the podcast anywhere you get your podcast. Also, buy the book. Bank Transfer from Westline to Bottom Line is available on Amazon and also on www.tomirotimi.com. I would love to hear from you. Let me know what resonated with you in the episode or in the book by tagging me on Instagram at tommy.rotimi or tag the book page Fat Transfer by Tommy. Looking forward to the next episode. Tune in, please. Thank you and bye.